What's up, guys? Welcome back to a Niners Purpose podcast. This is episode 31, where I, Nathan, am joined by... Hey, it's Tanner. What's up? It's Duncan. And Duncan's got the quote for us today. So I've got a quote by Mark Zuckerberg, and he said that purpose is that sense that we are part of something bigger than ourselves, that we are needed, that we have something better to work for. Purpose is what creates true happiness. Now, I know what you're thinking. Isn't Mark Zuckerberg that Facebook guy? And yes, he is. And yes, this quote is a tad um, capitalist propaganda. However, I think that it also makes some good points. You know, Zuckerberg is, you know, at the end of the day, very invested in his employees having motivation to do work because otherwise his company fails. Right. And so he's kind of telling everyone that they need this sense of purpose not only so that they can be happy, but in order for him to be successful and happy yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, on top of that, he wants the people outside of his company to be inspired because they do run ads. So everything on their platform, all the money that they bring in is through other people's work being promoted on their platform. And another funny thing that comes to mind is when he says uh, something bigger than ourselves, originally I think about his lizard tribe of people <laughs> to the mothership, you know, that he came down <laughs> Because he's an alien. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's um, I like the quote, and it's uh, yeah, it is a little bit capitalistic, but to an extent, it can reach outside the the borders of you know just standard capitalism. You know, you can look at it without the lens of of that, and you can look at it through, you know, how could this be useful to just the intrinsic like family model where yeah. econ economics is not necessarily the driving uh driving reason for maybe inclusion or group identity yeah definitely um you can see this in like you know facebook but you also see this with people with their volunteering or like especially part of like a church or things that do outreach you know that really affects people um another thing like that came to mind mind instantly i thought about this was like you know whenever like world war ii was going on you know it was like everybody together one purpose one goal mm -hmm. um like there's the greater good we have to do comparatively to a time we've been at war like Vietnam where, you know, nothing's really at stake for the American people except risk. So showing the the difference between that and what Facebook wants to be and what they could be, they'd rather be that kind of united greater sense of good. Yeah, I think that this quote is great. Uh, it's pointing out a very good subject that we haven't really talked about a whole lot and that's extrinsic motivation you know there's not a whole lot about being propelled by yourself in this quote it's mostly talking about how other people move you to act or how society moves you to act you know I, i'm sure that we all have kind of that person in our life that we we live for you know we we think about them a lot we want to take care of them and we do things in order that they can be more comfortable or more happy and i think you know war was a great topic that you brought up because right now there's the ukrainian war and they're the people of ukraine are all working together in order to fight off the russians and it's like this miraculous thing mm -hmm. because you know countries are not always the most stable within but as soon as this war happened at, there are barely any men fleeing ukraine they're all staying and fighting and there's all these people who lived in ukraine and left who are using their expertise to give resources back and to make sure that everyone has what they need in order to survive. And also they're doing so much to try and help the women and children get out of Ukraine in order for them to be safe. And so all that is a great example of how extrinsic factors can show up 
and then everyone can be put into this wonderful purpose that actually makes things run very efficiently and very smoothly. Yeah. Well, I'd say that's a good example of um, essentially temporary extrinsic motivation where you're talking about something that's uh, time-based, right? Yeah. Where something occurs, an event occurs, that causes uh, unity and overlooking of other additional issues for the greater good in the current moment to affect that certain situation. Always common in war, common when something horrible happens. It's like when there's, um, you know, when there's a bushfire somewhere and it burns down a town, you know, you see people giving resources, people helping put back into the community. That's people looking past their differences to work towards that purpose, towards that goal. Um, and then you've got things that are even greater than that temporary thing. Uh, you know, your religious orders and people that have overarching goals beyond just, um, temporary, temporary issues. And so, uh, you know, essentially you'll find this kind of purpose in religious order, whether or not, you know, Mark explicitly says mm -hmm. it is not the point, but it's, uh, you know, I, I definitely suggest that as far as trying to find that purpose, if, if you're looking for it and if you don't already have it, of course, you know, so, yeah. um, and I think that's something that we are kind of examining here is we need something to fight for, you know, and it's not always a war, mm -hmm. but um, I remember there have been a couple of people, you know, especially like right before Ukraine, they were like, we need a good war. There's too much division in this country. We need a good war because that'll set everyone, you know, on the same track and everything. And I think that that's a very good kind of statement that kind of summarizes this idea that humans like to fight for things. You know, mm -hmm. if it's not physically for survival, we like to fight for human rights. We like to fight to make sure that other people are mm. um, doing well and stuff like that. And so if you don't have anything to fight for, you can, people do get very angry, you know? And so I think that the biggest thing that you can do is try and figure out what it is that you want to fight for. Yeah. You need a, you don't necessarily need to, but, to find this kind of purpose that Mark is talking about and people have experienced through those different examples we gave, um, just finding that movement that you're passionate about and, you know, go out and speak up for that and volunteer and get involved. And it can really bring that sense of happiness and true purpose of what Mark's describing this quote. Yeah, yeah. And it's not always a movement. Like I've got a 91 year old grandmother <laughs> at home, you know, mm -hmm. like, I call her mom, mom, but it confuses people. <laughs> um, but like, she is my world right now. You know, I, I go home and, you know, sometimes I don't even go home. I go to mom, mom's house, which is a mile away from home. And when my parents ask me when I'm coming to their house, I'm like, ah, you can come over here. <laughs> but like, I, she is, I, I'm there to help her out, you know, and I, I'm there to enjoy the time that I have left with her. And she is a person in this world that I, do things for and I live for because to me, like one of the worst things that can happen is her lose one of her children or grandchildren before she dies, yeah. you know? Um, and so there, there are people like that, not necessarily movements, but even just individual people that you can find that you can choose to live for. Yeah. I would say as far as like, I know this podcast is about purpose and that we bring quotes like this where they're like, you know, purpose is this purpose is that. But I think one thing that we never touch on is the fact that there will be multiple purposes over the course of your life. And to an extent here, Mark is talking about an explicit overarching 
purpose where you know you're talking about an external from you purpose external from the the temporary need for you know material things or things for survivalistic manners or even you know for your family or anything like that you're going to have multiple purposes in your life driving driving disciplines driving uh factors that contribute to your motivation and your everyday drive that you utilize to um you know essentially go about what you do and to propel you forward and you know you should learn to take advantage of those learn to figure out what those are and be you know especially introspective to harness those things and understand where you are and what kind of things really give you that motivation and that uh that ability to maybe build discipline and become you know a person that's more self-sufficient and can find this overarching purpose that mark is talking about beyond just the standard uh limited time purposes or things that are you know one month two months even four or five years something even longer than that you know something that drives you or compels you to do everything without um without doubt so yeah definitely um finding those types of relationship that duncans are talking about or that community that mark is referring to or that movement that we talked about is just definitely one of those things that is like the center of people's lives. Like if you don't have that, I feel like that's when people are at their lowest, when they don't have this kind of thing in their life, if they don't have that person or group or whatever they live for, you know? Um, so building those relationships and keeping them intact or finding quality relationships that you value and give you this drive to put them before you is just one of those valuable things in life that could ultimately increase your happiness. Yeah, and I think you do have to be very careful about what's extrinsically motivating you because it's not only is it motivating you to do the wrong thing, but the fact that it's temporary, you know? Most things will not last your lifetime, so you have to make sure that you are finding also internal ways to motivate yourself. I think of, you know, there was a pro coach that I listened to and this coach was talking about how you have to be motivated even when there's nothing to motivate you. If you want to be a professional athlete, you know, even the days that you don't enjoy the game that you're working on, you you have to do it because in order to be the best, you have to put in those hours. And I think that that's very true for almost all professional athletes that have got, done anything. I mean, LeBron James literally worked day in and day out because he wanted to be the best. And, that's not really an external motivational factor. That's that's him wanting to push himself. And so I think that you do have to make sure that there is something that you are also motivating yourself that you can control, and that's not in this external realm. Yeah. Yeah, the work you do definitely affects the external realm, but if you don't have that um, that inner drive, that inner motivation, that inner discipline to, you know, essentially make yourself do these things, you're not going to, you're not going to have a, you're not going to have that purpose. You're not going to have, you're not going to want to do anything if you don't have essentially these mini purposes that build up to your, your greater purpose, your greater aspirations. And, you know, essentially because purpose isn't really this clear cut thing anyway. It's, you know, it's kind of like a, us talking about an abstract concept with each other on our own opinions based on it, you know? So it's like, what do we do that does that? And how can I relate that to, other parts of my life and how can I look at other people and maybe explain to them that, you know, you're going to have to find something like that to even drive you or compel you to, to do things beyond just the, the day-to-day necessity or the, the things that, you know, your instincts tell you to do, like, 
you know, acquire food and shelter and <laughs> things like that. Anything above or, you know, aspired to aspire to do, you're going to have to find stuff like that. So. It's definitely not uh, black and white when you're comparing those internal and external, you know, purposes, mm -hmm. because, you know, LeBron James, like, yes, he has like a, the major goal of being the best basketball player that I can. But he also has, you know, the motivation to still get up every day because, you know, he's super rich. You know, he could just stop one day if he wanted to. But he still has that motive to maybe he wasn't the best example with wealth. But, you know, you keep going to work every day, even if you love it and you want to be progressing your career, you still do it for your family or whoever you're providing for. Mm -hmm. So it can be a mix between those two things that benefit each one of those outside or inside sources. Yeah, you're going to have these, like I said, different levels of of purpose you know you're gonna have i i do this to provide for my family but i do the the work inside of my job proficiently because i want to be a good employee or i want to have you know i want to see the good fruit of good quality labor that i can produce and really show myself what i can do and if i do that i might be better in the realm of being a good father and setting a good example and you know or something like that and you know i work good to have good relationships with my coworkers. So the work we do is more, more effective and more conducive. And I don't have a problem with communicating about them or with them about problems or anything like that. And so those are internal and a handful of external factors that affect the way you do everything. And to an extent, those are, you know, I would say micro purposes, their purpose to the specific action or the way you do things or anything like that. And I think we've got a billion examples of little factors or, things that give us intrinsic or um or uh, external uh pressure to create this purpose and drive to work on something at all like i don't know what do you guys have as far as stuff like that goes um definitely you know going to school and starting my you know career and whatever it ends up being is definitely uh a goal of mine just like to graduate from college but then there's also the other one of you know i want to make above average salary and then i want to have money to you know travel and then have money so like it, like it breaks down so it's like one goal that has like umbrella effect of breaking down to a little bunch of little ones but yeah definitely right now it's just that college to wealth to starting a career yeah it's it's very much like i, I want to be comfortable <laughs> and so because i want to be comfortable i, I go to college and because I, I, I want to be comfortable, I also want a decent job. And so I'm going to be an engineer. And because I want to be an engineer and I'm in college, mm -hmm. I have to work. And so all that just kind of uh, uh, waterfalls down. It's like, why do I want to be an engineer? Well, because my parents kind of expect me to, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah. it, it, all, it all waterfalls down to a, a lot of different things. Yeah, it's like, so, I mean, the same with me. Why do you want to be a software engineer? Well, you know, combination of. I, I enjoy computer science. I enjoy working on computers and I I like coding as, you know, as annoying as it can be sometimes. It's very, very, it's very, very fruitful work. You know, you get to see, see problems be resolved and stuff like that. And, you know, not only because I enjoy that, but because, you know, it does make quite a lot of money. And for something you enjoy, if you can make a lot of money doing it, I mean, that sounds like a, a an exceptional option of things you could pick from. And so on top of that, I can work remote work from wherever I want kind of thing if if I so choose the job that does that but you know that allows me to travel and whatnot with plenty of money to be comfortable and so I will have plenty of availability to set up a comfortable household for 
the family I will create, which is an overarching purpose and goal and end goal, not just an end goal, but a, a point on the map that I will travel to and really get there and work as hard as I can to be the best that, that I can be. Yeah. So as we go along our week, let's just try and think about and remember why we're doing things. You know, what, what are these external motivations? What, what is giving our life purpose? Cause if you can identify that, then that's going to help a lot with just being mindful of why you're doing stuff. And if you can't, then try and find something new that's that's pushing you forward or try and think of someone that expects something of you or that you need to do something for and let that push you. Until next time, see you. Bye. See you guys.